Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. We've had another great week in Division Three golf. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff today. We're going to look ahead to a really big early next week where uh, lots of the top teams in the country are going to be all playing together. So with that said, let's jump in right now to the ladies' results that happened over the last week. All right, and let's start in the Heartland Athletic Conference where... We had a women's championship conducted at the Legends Golf Club in Franklin, Indiana. Um, and we had a very nice, pretty handed win by the Rose Holman ladies. Um, they go 318, 306, 323 the last day. But they win by a substantial amount over Transy, who finishes second. Hanover third, Mount St. Joseph's fourth, Franklin College fifth, Bluffton sixth, Earlham seventh, Defiance eighth, Anderson University, Indiana ninth, and Manchester University tenth. Uh, Rachel Zhang from Rose Holman, uh, she ended up winning the tournament by ten shots over Meg Fosnut, for also from Rose Holman. Uh, Macy French from Franklin finishes third, and we had three ladies tied for fourth: Grace Chilton from Transy, Lily Byrne from Rose Holman, and Precious Salee from Rose Holman. So Rose Holman's got four ladies in the top. Tied for fourth, that's pretty much how you get a near 60-stroke 60, 60 victory. But a, a great performance by those ladies, and uh, you know we'll keep watching there. A big win by Rose Holman. I think that puts them pretty much in the driver's seat. Okay, uh, we're also going to go up to the American Rivers Women's Championship in Ames, Golf, Ames, Iowa, where they played at the Ames Golf and Country Club. Um, really uh, interesting tournament here where you have Dubuque, University of Dubuque winning the tournament by seven strokes over Central College. Uh, Wartburg finishes third, Luther College fourth, Coe College fifth, Nebraska Wesleyan sixth, Simpson College seventh, and Buena Vista College eighth. Um, Madison Bowers from Dubuque ended up winning the tournament by three over her teammate Brooke Bungez. Uh, who also fin- and finishes second. Lauren Cease from Wartburg finishes third. Uh, two ladies tied for fourth, Amy Hodges from Luther and Ashley DeLong from Wartburg. So uh, nice win by the ladies out there in the American Rivers Women's Championship. Next, we're going to go out to San Antonio, Texas at the Quarry Golf Club for the Alamo Classic, which I have played the Quarry. It is very cool. If you're ever in San Antonio, go play the Quarry. It's very cool. The whole back nine is in this old rock quarry. Uh, but the tr- ladies from Trinity University end up winning by two strokes over the University of Texas at Dallas. Um, Trinity goes 314 the first day, and Texas at Dallas has a five-shot lead. But then they turn it around the, the second day for a 302, and University of Texas Dallas shoots 309, 309. They lose by two. They finish second. Southwestern University finishes third, Concordia fourth. Uh, University of Dallas, 5th, and Shriner University, 6th. Alejandra Shez from Trinity ends up winning by one stroke over Kimberly Birch from Dallas. Um, And that's uh, Dallas University. Karen Alvarez finishes 3rd from the University of Texas at Dallas. And Sophia Trevino also finishes 4th also from the University of Texas at Dallas. Two tied for 5th were Katerina Mora from Trinity and Aaron Flynn from Trinity. So getting some more results out of the, the groups out of Texas, which is uh, very helpful. You know, I think when you look, Texas at Dallas has been doing fairly well. Trinity comes in and, and wins that tournament. That will 
you know, some stuff still up for grabs in Texas there. But again, we'll have to look at sort of Pool B and some of the other stuff there. So we'll keep watching. Lastly, the tournament I want to talk about is the Niskak Fall Qualifier uh, up in Scarborough, Maine, where Amherst College wins the tournament by 15 shots. Um, Amherst comes out and shoots 291-289 for a 12-over total, which is really great golf. Uh, they end up winning. Middlebury College actually finishes second with a 296 and a 299. Williams College finishes third. They did not have a very good first day. They, they come out in 307 and were in fourth place um, after the first day. They come roaring back with a 290 to get back into it, but they end up finishing third by two shots uh, behind Middle, Middlebury. Uh, so that's that's a big that's a big win for Amherst against Williams. Um, that that'll those two have gone back and forth so far. Uh, Middlebury getting in there is very interesting. Hamilton College finishes fourth, Bates College fifth, Bowdoin College sixth, Wesleyan University seventh, and Trinity College Connecticut eighth. Gyose uh, from Amherst goes seventy one seventy for a one under total. Uh, we had two tied at second. Audrey Turr from Middlebury seventy seventy three. Tied with Jessica Huang from Amherst, 72-71. So there's your top two Amherst players right there, both around par. That's I mean, even par for, for those two ladies together. It's very impressive. Uh, two ladies tied at fourth with Katie Murphy from Middlebury and uh, Tianyi Zhuang from Williams, both with the two over total. Uh, Katie Murphy from Middlebury fires a second round 67 uh, to post the low round of the day, which was extremely, extremely great playing. Um, so very good golf being played up there. At, you know, Middlebury stepped up in this one. Looks like they, you know, they, they rode their two big horses. Um, Williams and Amherst sort of had everybody sort of inside that top 15. Um, so I think that 67 and, you know, good rounds there are going to help. But Amherst and, and Williams are going to keep battling it out. Um, you know, when I look at the Nationals, I, I think they're probably going to end up, both end up being there, but Middlebury could throw a wrench into that for somebody. You know, if they, where they were to pop up and win conference, that would, that'd be a bid steal and, and something we have to keep our eye on. But, all right. With that said, let's look forward on the ladies' side of things to next week, we've got the Golf Week Fall Invitational. And Golf Week's hosting everything down in Destin, Florida. Uh, but they do it on two different courses. So the ladies will be at Baytown Golf Club. And it is a stacked field of ladies golfers that is just really, really impressive. So you've got the Methodist ladies, Carnegie Mellon, Wisconsin Whitewater, Huntingdon, Suwannee, Oglethorpe, Barry, Southwestern, University of Lynchburg, Mary Harden, Baylor, Christopher Newport, Gustavus, UC Santa Cruz, Emory, Illinois Wesleyan, Trinity, Rhodes, Wash U, Carthage, Center, and Birmingham Southern. What I'm really excited for here is we've got a good mix from around the country. Mary Harden Baylor comes east, and they're ready to go against the Methodist, Carnegie Mellon, Center, Emory squads. And so we're going to have a really good knockdown drag out here with the ladies, and we're going to see who's ready to go. You know, Christopher Newport in there, and uh, so Wash U in there. Like So we've got a good mix of we got some West Coast, we got some Central of the country, and we got some East Coast, North and South. This will be a big time golf tournament. I cannot wait. I'll be glued to golf stat all week long. So good luck to the ladies out there. Um, but man, they're going to have a big time tournament out there 
that I am very excited to see. All right, with that, let's turn our attention over to the men. I'm going to take a quick break to tell you about our friends at Titleist. Titleist, the number one brand in golf, and I've seen a whole bunch of Titleist in all my years around D3 golf. But the best thing they have going for them is the Titleist Pro V1 or Pro V1X. It's the best ball on tour. It's the best ball for college players. If you are a high-level player looking for the best golf ball around, there's nothing better than Titleist Pro V1 or Pro V1X. Get yours today. All right. On the men's side, let's start with the Capital Fall Classic in Bexley, Ohio at Blacklick Woods, where the gentleman from Otterbein University had themselves another win. Looks like the second round got cut short on a nine to nine holes, guessing due to weather. But they come out the first day and shoot 295 and have a five-stroke lead over Capital. Um, they end up getting Capital by one stroke the next day and end up winning by six shots. So Otterbein wins. Capital University finishes second. Our friends from Wooster College finished third. Muskingum University finishes fourth and had the best round in round two, but only by two shots. Uh, they make up tons of ground. Marietta College finishes fifth. Ohio Northern sixth. Bluffton University seventh. Mount Union University in eighth. Special shout out to the gang from Mount Union. They put out a uh, a really cool video about their new indoor facilities, which is gonna, looks awesome. So, hey, gang from Mount Union, if you're paying attention, you know, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, and uh, we'll come up and check it out, and we'll do uh, some some interviews and some and a podcast for you. Uh, lastly, in that is Heidelberg University. All right, we had a whole bunch of people tie for first at three over. So I don't know if there was a playoff. I'm guessing not. If they only did nine holes in the second round, so. Tying for first were Andrew Slusher from Ohio Northern, Ben Satterwhite wait, from Capital, Ian Johnston from Otterbein, Logan Reed from Otterbein, Vince Dare from Capital. So good, good golf. 73, 72, 73, 72, 74. Um, pr- pretty good. Uh, Krishang Nayak from Wooster finishes solo six. So good golf, good tournament. And that's a nice win by Otterbein. I think that's two for them. Um, you know, they're, they're that central Ohio district and, and sort of north of there. Otterbein's looking pretty good. Uh, so, you know, be on the lookout for them and sort of that other half of the Ohio groups from the Denisons and Wittenbergs of the world. All right. With that, let's go to the same place we talked about with the ladies, but on the men's side where the men also got to play at the quarry for the Alamo City Classic on the men's side where Trinity University again wins. They go out and shoot 287, 285, 286 for a six-over par three-day total, which is absolutely getting it done, especially at that golf course. That is really good golf. Uh, They end up winning by 14 shots over University of Dallas. Finishing third was Concordia University of Texas, Shriner University fourth, Southwestern University fifth, Hardin-Simmons University sixth. Uh, Individually, DJ Springer, who we talked a lot about last year from Trinity, had a great tournament, 69, 69, 71 for a four under total, 209, outstanding. Uh, Christian Rodriguez from Southwestern finishes solo second with a 69, 66, 76, two under total, uh, which is, again, really good. I mean, 66 in the second round, awesome. I'm sure he was crushed shooting 76 the last day um, because he obviously had the lead going into the final round. Zach Bunder, also from Trinity, finishes third. Uh, 72, 68, 72. 
and Zhao Young Gu from Shriner, 71, 71, 71. Folks, that is consistency for you right there with an even par 213. Uh, we had two tied for fifth, Jackson Lehner from Dallas and Travis Scorum from Concordia, Texas. So again, okay, Trinity's a Pool B team, and we'll keep watching, but here you go, Pool B, you know, that that's a really good score. That's a good tournament. They haven't played hardly all this fall. But we'll talk more about Trinity here in a little bit. All right. The big tournament that happened earlier this week was the Tartan Invitational, hosted by Carnegie Mellon up at Laurel Valley Golf Club in Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh. And what I heard is, one, the, the place is amazing. It's absolutely phenomenal. I can't believe I haven't been up there. Next year, I'm definitely coming. So Carnegie Mellon, guys, I'm coming next year. We're going to do everything we can to be there and be on site the entire time. Three rounds were played. Quite possibly one of the best fields we've had all year. Even just probably just as good as the NCAA preview. But Emory University comes out on top after a really good playing by several of the teams. Now, the golf course was playing really hard. So you're going to see some of these scores are going to go, this doesn't sound like the guys, yeah, yeah, golf course was playing like hard. Like, Basketball court, firm greens, rolling 13, 13 on the stint meter, and the wind got up the last day. So, uh, Emory goes out the first day with 299. Methodist takes the early lead with 292 the first day. So, Methodist is up seven shots. But remember, they played 36 the first day. So, round one. Round two comes in. Methodist runs out of steam. They shoot 312 in the second round. Emory betters their 299 with a 297 in round two which really kind of vaulted them up the leaderboard significantly. Carnegie Mellon shoots a 301 first day. They're right behind Emory. Second round, they come in with 307. So Emory's the only team that broke 300 and the only team that got, you know, in the second round, which is really good playing. Piedmont was the group that moved up the leaderboard a lot after the after the first round in from the second round. Um, then the last day... Emory goes out and shoots 309, and Carnegie comes roaring back with a 299, but it's not enough. So Emory wins at 41 at, by two shots over Carnegie Mellon as they were desperate to try to get them. And look, we've talked about this in the last podcast. Carnegie needed to get Emory because they were 0-2 coming into this thing. With this one, Emory's now 3-0 on Carnegie. That's going to be tough to get in front of. Now, the good news is, Carnegie is really, really good. They beat everybody else. And so I'm not really worried about them in Pool B. But look, with Babson and Christopher Newport in there, and you've got a couple other, Trinity out there, it just, you know, you'd rather be first than second, and you'd rather be second than third. And I think Emory right now is probably one in Pool B, Carnegie's two. Interesting, though, that so Emory finishes first. Carnegie comes running back to finish second. Methodist goes 292 the first round, 312 the second, 307 the last day. They finished third, and they were pretty comfortably third. Uh, but still, you know, not, not, not very often Methodist doesn't finish first or second. Uh, finishing fourth was Christopher Newport, which was a really good performance for them. They got in front of a lot of Pool C teams um, that they needed to do, but they go 306, 308, 308. Hampton Sydney finishes fifth. We had a tie at six where Huntington and Piedmont tied together. Now remember they're they're in the same conference with Methodist. So, you know, it looks like Piedmont's coming up, starting to get their stuff together here, starting to kind of 
get things put together. Interesting that Honey did not have a good week. Um, we usually expect a little bit more out of them with, with their five solid guys. Greensboro College finishes eighth. Washington and Lee finishes ninth. University of Rochester, 10th. Guilford College, 11th. Oglethorpe University, 12th. And Allegheny College, thinking about you, Coach, 13th. All right. Uh, now, individually, Methodist, absolutely great. Cooper Raybeck from Methodist goes 73-73-69 for a one-under performance on a really hard golf course. And I got a couple different notes from coaches going, that's one of the best round, Those are, that's one of the best tournaments I've ever seen because the golf course was just playing really hard. Uh, two players tied for second, Alex Price from Christopher Newport goes 70, 72, 77, and Max Schwartz from Emory, 71, 73, 75. They both finished uh, tied for second with three over. Our guy, Will Knopf from Carnegie Mellon, 74, 76, 71, uh, finishes solo fourth. Joshua Lim, also from Carnegie Mellon, finishes fifth. Pierce Robinson, who, fin- who was an individual last year at Nationals from Washington and Lee, he finishes solo si- sixth, which is very good playing. Davis Higton from Emory and Hunter Martin from Hanton City tied for seventh. Andre Chi from Methodist and Logan Ryan from Emory tied for ninth. Um, so again, big time, big time tournament that was played at an absolutely fabulous golf course that was playing ridiculously hard. Now, the interesting thing is we kind of turn our attention to next week and, and go into the golf week. It's not going to be the same thing. <laughs> like the, the tournament you're going to see next week is going to be just as good and, and more teams from different areas of the country. Uh, but the golf course will probably play a lot easier. Now, the Ravens not easy. This is where the, you know, where the, where the men are playing down in Destin for the golf week. But it's not quite Laurel Valley where they've had a Ryder Cup before. Uh, <clears throat> So, but in Sandestin, here, here's who we've got coming for the golf week, which I love. Look, love this field. Could not be more excited. So we've got two-time defending champions, Illinois Wesleyan, Hunden College, Emory, Gustavus Adolphus, St. John's, Minnesota, Rensselaer Polytechnic, University of Lynchburg, Wisconsin-Eau Claire, Methodist, Carnegie, Trinity University, Rhodes College, Suwannee, Barrie, Piedmont University, Southwestern University, Guilford, Hampton, Sydney, Averett, Birmingham Southern, Christopher Newport, Oglethorpe, LaGrange, Carthage. Okay. You want to talk about Pool B? The only thing missing here is if we could get Babson in this tournament. But Trinity's got their chance this week at the golf week to get to go out and beat Emory and Carnegie. If they do that, they could put themselves in the driver's seat and, and not really see them a whole lot again. Now, I don't know. I'll have to check the schedules, but big one here for their finish. It also, you know, when you're looking at who's in here, Christopher Newport and Trinity are probably thinking they want to be third. And if Babson were to slip up or do something else like that, so that's going to be really important to watch. Sort of those big time pool B teams of Emory, Carnegie, Trinity, and Christopher Newport. Watching where they finish against each other will be very interesting. The rest of the tournament is still really good. You've got Illinois Wesleyan, Methodist, Carnegie, Emory. You've got a whole bunch of teams that really want to win this thing. The other big factors here are looking at teams that we know are going to be in Pool B, Gustavus Adolphus. Right? So Gustavus loses the conference to, to St. John's, even though they birdied a million holes coming in the last day. All right, well, Gustavus, if they come down to golf week and they have a great performance, they need to get on top of several of these schools. You know, the SAA schools, some of the other Eastern schools, 
making sure that they go, no, 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 we're better than lots of these other schools. So the guys from Gus Davis, you know, put on your hard hat. It's a work week. You guys got to go get it done down there. You know, when we look across the other stuff, there's a lot of the SAA schools here. I got Rhodes, Swanee, Barry, Oglethorpe. Um, okay, well, who's going to be ready to go? Right now it's been Swanee and Oglethorpe. Oh, you just heard Oglethorpe finished, you know, second to last at Laurel Valley. All right, well, let's see where Swanee is. You know, they, they've got a deep team. They, they, did, they brought a slightly different group to Royal Lakes. All right, I bet their total A squad and who they got, their top five are going to be at Golf Week. All right, let's see who the class of the SAA is at, at this tournament. So really exciting stuff. You also have several other conferences looking across it. LaGrange, Piedmont, Methodist, Huntington, right? So there's your big four big big four schools out of the USA South. I mean, like, so it just keeps piling on to, all right, this is going to tell us a lot as we kind of close out the fall with a really, really big tournament. Now, I know there's a couple other tournaments here, but this is sort of the big one where we'll start to see a little bit of other stuff, but this is the big one that's going to shut some things down after that. And we'll get into finals and start to get into the, into the winter. So I could not be more excited about this. I'm going to have both the men up and the women up all day long watching everything. We're going to be tweeting it out and talking about it all week long. And in the next podcast, we're going to break it down as much as we possibly can. So with that said... We'll say, hit them straight. Cheers.